Good morning, everyone. If you could find your seats, welcome. I'm Georgia Neakin. I'm one of the uh, spiritual practitioners here at CSL White Rock, and I'm so glad to see everybody. And to those of you who are Zooming in today, welcome. And if you're a new newcomer, uh, just put yourself in the chat and tell us where you're from. And even if you're not a newcomer, you could put it in the chat. Where are you from? Zooming in from today? I know we have one of our dear members and our board chair Zooming in from Scotland today. Hi, Janet. Wow. Had to say hello because I know that you're there with family at a time of need. So welcome, Janet. As a representative of CSL White Rock, um, I recognize that I'm a settler on this land and I'm grateful and honored to live and operate on the traditional ancestral unceded territories of the Coast Salish people. I thank the first peoples who continue to live on these lands and care for them along with the waters, all that is above and all that is below. So I just want to take a moment and just do an invocation. So if you just gather your thoughts, allow yourself to relax into this space and time. And I welcome that idea of oneness. Hmm. That spirit and that divine intelligence is right here right now with all of us because it is us. We are humans. We are spirits showing up as human. And today I'm so thankful and grateful for the wondrous weather, the sunshine, the crispiness of winter, and all of the new thoughts and the new ideas that are going to spring into action as soon as they are spoken, because it is already so. I'm thankful and welcome for all the good that is to come in this wonderful season of Christmas and celebration and family, friends, and just that time to winter contemplate. Contemplate winter and snow and stillness. I welcome this right now, and please join me in saying, and so it is. So once again, welcome to the first time guests. And um, it's a pleasure to have Linda Kidder. Yay. Yay. Thank you, Georgia. I'm so happy to be here. We are connected by the heart. Where do you end? And where do I start? Anything you pray for If fear is in your way I am here to listen To anything you say Your prayer is my prayer too your prayer is my prayer too Whatever you feel, I feel it too You're a part of me, I'm a part of you Your prayer is my prayer too My prayer too I hear the worries that are in your way There's nothing I can do to take your pain away But I'll help you reconnect with that voice that's deep inside 
Let angels wrap you in their love. Let spirit be your guide. Your prayer is my prayer too. Your prayer is my prayer too. Whatever you feel, I feel it too. You're a part of me, and I'm a part of you. Your prayer is my prayer too. My prayer too. My prayer too. My prayer too. Thank you. Linda, we just love it when Linda's here. CSL White Rock is an inclusive spiritual community and learning center. We teach spiritual principles and we offer tools to use in all areas of life regularly and consistently. Our life flourishes and flows out of ease and grace as we practice these. And they're based on four noble truths, four cornerstones. The first one is there's one life it's the source of all life and all things. Number two, we are spirit having a human experience. We are spirit having a human experience. We have to remember that. Number three, my favorite, my husband's favorite, nothing outside of us needs to change in order for us to be happy. Nothing. So when I'm having those moments of, ooh, I got to remember, I'm in charge. And finally, we're here to walk each other home. So welcome as we walk each other home. Our vision at CSL White Rock is a loving, vibrant world that works for all. So welcome friends and thank you for being with us today. And I just want to bring up our spiritual director, Tamara Rossender, and she's going to introduce Louise Tremblay. Thank you, Georgia. So yes, I'd like to take a moment. We are so fortunate to have found this new space here and we just all love it at Brella. And I wanted to know more about what Brella Community Service Society does. So Shelley suggested, hey, why don't you bring somebody from Brella in to give us a talk or to give us an outline of maybe ways that we can support them as they're helping to support us. So I'd like to bring up Louise Tremblay, who's the executive director. And as we do this, Louise, I'd like to, um, at our center, we believe in um, the law of circulation. So as we do that, we, as we take money in, we also like to give it back. So we'd also like to make a donation to uh, Brella on our behalf. So this is uh, for you, you as so well. Much. You're welcome. I'll just move out of your way here. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Happy to be here today. Thank you for inviting me to talk about Brella. I'm very passionate about the work we do here. Um, you may remember us by Seniors Come Share Society, and we've changed our name last March to be more inclusive of our community. Um, older adults now are not the older adults that were 20, 30 years ago. Many of them don't, don't uh, consider themselves seniors. They, con they, they, they consider themselves experienced and maybe older, but not seniors. So we wanted to be very inclusive and therefore change our name to Brella. The word is um, adaptation of the word umbrella. So um, because it kind of reflects what we do. Everybody is welcome, they can feel protected, and we cover, we cover you when you come here. 
Um, so aging adults today uh, may need a, a little help uh, to live their life, but they want to be seen as vibrant. You used the word vibrant earlier. So, uh, and this is what we're here to do, to make sure they have great life uh, with dignity and uh, vibrance in their life as much as possible. Uh, we've been in existence since 1977, offering services to older adults. Uh, we offer services under three service umbra um, uh, umbrellas, I guess. Uh, one of them is a day program for older adults. Uh, another service area is dementia, caregiver and family services. And a third area, area is uh, community services. Uh, and that area uh, relies a lot on our wonderful volunteers. And I know there are a few of you, one of you at least here today. Thank you so much for volunteering with us. So um, our values are integrity, respect, compassion, inclusiveness, collaboration, and excellence. And I'm sure it doesn't deviate very much for, from your um, uh, values, uh, from what I can hear. Uh, our role, when we've done our jobs and people don't need us anymore, we will have achieved the following. Uh, older adults will be empowered to age safely in place within their own community. Family caregivers are valued for the support and caregiving they provide for their loved ones. Older adults engage and thrive in the community. Older adults have digital literacy. That's interesting because when we did this exercise was right in the middle of COVID and digital literacy we recognized was really, really important to keep people connected and probably is the cause for having these online sessions as well. Uh, we have amazing team members. Our team members are diverse. They come from various ethnicities. In fact, we did a little bit of an informal survey and um, about, uh, we have about 50 team members, but 35 kind of reply to the survey. And uh, 35 of them speak all together 19 languages. So this is uh, how diverse we are, and we're very proud of that. And we're working all the time on, on providing more diverse services uh, that are sensitive to people's backgrounds. Um, so uh, a little bit about each of the programs. Uh, our day program for older adults, um, we have one here, we have one in Newton, and we have one in Guilford. So we have three areas in Surrey. Um, the day program is uh, for older adults that uh, need to socialize, uh, need to be maybe followed up a little bit, um, may be ready for a long-term care experience, but are trying to delay that onset. Uh, so they tend to have complex health issues, including physical, cognitive difficulties. Um, we uh, provide them with, uh, let me see here, what, a list of benefits for, from the day program. Uh, they um, provide opportunities uh, for making meaningful connections and reducing loneliness and isolation. They increase or maintain physical and cognitive activity. People can participate in activities that promote brain health, which is really important. They can benefit from one-on-one -on -one or small group interventions. Uh, the, uh, the programs foster connections with caring and knowledgeable team members who can, uh, who can offer regular health and wellness checks. They enhance quality of life uh, through opportunity and choice. They provide respite for the caregiver. 
And those caregivers are wonderful, by the way. They're family caregivers. They don't get paid. 25% of older or of adults in Canada are caregiver to a family member. Um, they are uh, a gem. Um, they don't complain a lot. They've, they're vulnerable themselves. Um, they don't get paid for what they do. Um, they're a tremendous resource for our community. Um, and our programs um, provide, as I mentioned, digital literacy and inclusion. Um, so I would say it's about it. If you have any questions about our programs, I would encourage you to look at our website, uh, brellasociety.ca. That's our website. So thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for the wonderful donation. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, yeah, we're always happy to see how we can partner in supporting the center as well. So we're very excited to be here. And thank you again for this opportunity. You're welcome. So yes, hello, welcome everyone. My name is Tamara Rossander and I'm the spiritual director here. I am um, enjoying my time with this community. For sure, for sure. I just actually had some good news. I've told a few of our board members in that. I just passed all my exams. Uh, I really didn't realize um, how much that was weighing on my shoulders until I got the call from my dean, Dr. Uh, Deb Gordon. And I think I just started crying because I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I felt like I lost 20 pounds just like that. <laughs> I hope it would just, you know, disappear in other places, but it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So uh, one more step to go in March. I just panel in front of everybody uh, in front of three other ministers and, uh, and go through one more class and then I should be done. So it's great. It's good to, to be in that space of completing. So today, our talk of this month, Living Everyday Wonder, is in regards to community. And I think that's such a beautiful time for us to be speaking about community. This month of December, the month of light, where we're going through our shortest time of the year, you know, the days are getting shorter and shorter, and then we spring in to the newness of what is coming next and the newness of the light and that also the the anticipation of coming forward into the spring so the talk title today is longing to belong and i was thinking about that because as our teaching teaches us that we are all one that everything we do diane in your meditation today you said spirit is i am spirit and spirit is in me so if I'm longing to belong, am I then creating separation by that longing? That was a question I had for myself. Because if I was longing for something, that means I didn't have it. That means that I don't have it. So if I am knowing that I belong, and where I need to belong is right here, in my own heart, in my own being. So as we're creating, when we're creating separation and we're looking for something then outside of ourselves to belong to, but is really the truth is that we just need to belong to ourselves. 
Because if we have that knowing, that truth here, that I belong right here, right now, not, and what was our first tenant, our second one? Nothing outside of me needs to change for me to be happy. So knowing that, that I belong, and that nothing outside of me needs to change to be happy, how does that shift my life? And I was thinking about CSL. I was like, well, do I feel like I really belong here? Do I really feel that or am I looking for that? And then the answer for me was, I know I belong. I know I belong here with this wonderful community, that I'm on this right path. I get demonstrations every day that I'm doing the right thing at the right time at the right moment. And I'm meeting the right people along the way to help me with this. So then it goes, so if CSL doesn't need to change, who needs to change for me to belong? Oh yeah, <laughs> where is that going? It is maybe I need to change. Maybe I need to be more inclusionary. Maybe I need to be more um, welcoming. And I think of a story uh, Reverend Terry told me about when they were at the ice rink in the arena. And he said there was this couple that used to come quite regularly. They got themselves very involved in the community and they would attend and attend. And they've been coming for a year and they were working on the board. They were doing all sorts of things in the community. And then Terry said to them, you know, did you feel welcomed when you came in to our community? And they said, well, we never felt unloved, but we never really felt welcome. Like it took a year before somebody actually introduced themselves to us other than you. And I know our community here is not like that today for sure, because I know community is so huge for me. And so it outpours out. So, but the thing was why I tell that story is because they knew they belonged. Even though somebody didn't come up and introduce them to themselves, they knew that the teaching, the message is what they wanted to hear. And they knew that they belonged. So they never felt unloved. They never felt out of place. They just kept coming and kept showing up every Sunday and to the different classes. And I know for myself, there's a, a times where when I was longing to belong, and uh, my nickname was FOMO, and that is fear of missing out, because man, oh man, I didn't want to have a party without me being there, or anybody, you know, so, or somebody doing something fun. We were going snowshoeing. I got myself, though, invited to so many things because of that, because I had no problem saying, oh, that sounds really interesting. Even one of our practitioners, uh, Jill, she was going to Mexico, and I'd never been to the area that she'd been, and we didn't know each other that long. I'd only been in the teaching a little while. And I said, oh, I would love to go. And Jill said, being the lovely person that Jill is, even though she didn't know me, said, oh, you should come visit me. And next thing I knew, I had my husband and a flight booked down to Mexico. And we showed up on her doorstep. And she was like, oh. <laughs> but it was a great adventure. It was a great adventure. And the thing is, though, even in my in my times when I'm, I was longing to belong and then I would I would create spaces for myself to belong and then I didn't have to worry about it. And there's also times when I would tell myself, oh, I don't belong there. I don't, I don't do that. And I would 
then create that separation because you know what? For me, that was a protection mechanism. Like I was the person to plan my own birthday party. I was the person to, you know, make sure that something was going to happen so that I didn't get excluded or that I didn't miss out on something. And I've, I've really shifted in this last few years. I mean, there's been COVID as well and things going on, but I've shifted internally that it's not so much about that anymore. It's not about being invited, being this person or meeting that person. It's about knowing that truth of who I am. And then when I know that truth, then I can show up authentically. And if I show up authentically, that is when I'm being vulnerable and I'm being authentic. And that's when people wanna hang out. That's when I get invited. It's not when I'm longing and wanting it's when I'm relaxed and I just show up just as me, not trying to be, I've been trying to be Reverend Terry, I've been trying to be Reverend Cassandra, and I'm just realizing, you know what? It's just time to be Tamara and to step into that. And I mean, I still love to have Reverend Terry as my mentor, oh my goodness, he is such an amazing speaker and the knowledge that man has is fantastic. And Reverend Cassandra is such a great role model for me as well. But I don't need to try and compare myself. I can just be who I am. And that is okay. And that is okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> that is okay. Thank you. Oh my goodness, you guys are making me have a hot flash, I think. <laughs> And the other thing I was thinking about in this topic of longing to belong is expectation. Expectation is that other one. I was reading my one good dear friend, Lucy, always says to me, expectation is the grandfather of disappointment. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, the grandfather of disappointment. And, and I found this quote, and okay, this is a really funny name, is by the Thoughtful Beast. And what they said is, my family may have expectations of me, but in the end, I have to be the one at peace with my own choices. I have to be the one at peace with my own choices. And this last week, I was up in Kelowna uh, with my dad and my brother, and I have to admit, I had some expectations on how things were going to go, and I don't know why I think that things are always going to be different than what they are, and I think that's even around Christmas, the song, oh, I know it's Christmas, so everybody's going to show up and everybody's going to be happy and we're going to all get along. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes it doesn't always happen. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. And the thing is, at the end of the day, I know that my family loves me and I love them. And that's the most important thing. And the little squabbles in between, they don't matter. But it's letting go of those expectations, letting go of planning the outcome of what's going to happen. And that is when things flow easier. That flow of life goes through and that I can step into my own way of being and my own Relax. I guess I can just relax and not have to always think about it and worry. Oh, am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? I mean, yeah. Do I have a little bit of people pleasing in me? Maybe just a bit. 
But that's, you know, again, that's part of who I am. And my life has brought me to where I am today because of those experiences of that that I have. So showing up authentically, showing up in that place of knowing that truth that nothing outside of me needs to change and letting go of those expectations. But it brings it down to the answer, of, back to that question that I asked in the beginning, does CSL have to change or do I? And where I need to change, and I've kind of mentioned it already, is in the place of loving myself. Because when I know I belong to me, and I know that I love myself, that I have self-compassion, that I have everything I need right here, right now to be happy, that is when things change for me. That's when the ripple effect happens. That's when the demonstrations come through. Ernest Holmes says, we are just where we belong. That's on page 295 of The Science of Mind. And he says, there is no power in the universe but ourselves that can free us. Let me repeat that again. There is no power in the universe but ourselves that can free us. And then that goes also if you're into Bible verses. And I looked up the verse um, where it says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And actually there's quite a few different uh, variations of that in the Bible. But there was Matthew, Evictivus, um, and Luke all said that same thing. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Because if I'm not loving myself here, and embracing myself and embracing my quirks, embracing my people pleasing, embracing my way of being in the world, how am I gonna embrace others? How am I gonna allow that to be? Uh, and when I was in Kelowna up at Dr. Deb and Dr. Ken Gordon's um, retirement, Dr. Ken said that when he was up doing his remarks, he said his teacher, Dr. Tom Costa, said the only thing when you do when you're at the front is just love everybody just as they walk in the door love them and dr ken said there were some times that was a little more challenging than others because there was a few people that were maybe not as lovable or easy to love and yet at the end of the day he just loved them and they grew their community and they grew in size and he had 30 wonderful years at the Center for uh, Kelowna, which is a, an amazing feat, an amazing feat. So what do I want you to know at the end of the day? I want you to know that you belong. You belong here just as you are. Nothing needs to change. And that you are loved immensely And know that life is that mirror. So as I love you and you love me and we all love each other, then that's going to ripple out. And what does this world need today? More love. More love. And I want you to know that with conviction. With conviction that you belong. So I wanted to end from the book. I don't think I have it marked too well at all. 
on page 299, <clears throat> this was the where the piece, it's, uh, his chapter 18, The Law of Attraction, Ernest Holmes says, um, the God of love cannot hear the prayer of the one who fails to love. In our meditation, let us make our unity with all people, with all life. God in me is unified with the God in all. The one is now drawing into my life all love and fellowship. I am one with all people, with all things, with all life. As I listen in the silence, the voice of all humanity speaks to me and answers the love that I hold out to it. The great love which I now feel for the world is the love of the one, and it is felt by all and comes back to me from all. And it goes on with that. But that's that love again. It is there for us, guiding us, knowing that it is there. And in uh, just looking here to see what else I wanted to say. <coughs> but just knowing that you belong, and I just ask you to put your hand over your heart and to yourself, just say, I belong. I belong. I belong. And as you leave today, extend that feeling outside of yourselves. And maybe you pass somebody and you can tell them, I'm so glad you're here. You belong. So let's take this into prayer and know that as I speak these words today, I speak these words for myself, but I also speak them for every person in this room, every person on Zoom, and anyone who's listening furthermore, that I know that there is one life, one love, one universal divine mind, and that mind is my mind right here, right now. And as I speak this prayer in first person, I want you to take it in as you, as speaking in yourself because this is the truth of each of us, that we are each love. So know that I am love expressed in this moment. And I know that I belong right here, right now, that nothing outside of me needs to change, that I claim it. I claim this love as mine. I know that I am divinely loved. I know that I am that one with the one. So today I choose to walk this path with my spiritual community. I choose to live in this moment and in this time that may seem uncertain, and yet I know that I belong. And nothing outside of me needs to change that I am whole, perfect, and complete right here, right now, as I am. I release any fear, any doubt that I need to change, that I need to shift. I know that I just need to show up. And when I show up, life lights up. So today, in this joy, place of joy and peace, and wonderment, I claim this love, this belonging, and know 
that all is good. And I release these words to the law of mind, knowing right action is happening right here, right now. I release it, I let it go, and I ask you to join me in saying, and so it is. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So my talk was there. If anybody has any questions or comments, um, we were going to allow people. Yes, Alan? I was reflecting on your comment about you know, uh, what CSL welcoming and, and the comments you made about that. It occurred to me that the question I could ask myself is, um, if I want CSL to be welcoming, can I be welcoming? Mm -hmm. Can I be whatever it is I want out of this community? Can I be that attribute? Can I be the one to reach out? Can I uh, behave in whatever way that, that helps build that community that I want? Yeah. Exactly. I don't. Did everybody on Zoom? Can they hear that? I don't know if they can. So Alan was just. No, shaking their head. No. No. Okay. Okay. So Alan was speaking about the 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 idea that if he wants a spiritual community and he wants it to be welcoming, that he would be the one who's welcoming, that he would show those attributes of the one that he wanted to reflect back. And again, that goes back to the mirror of what I give out will come back to me. There's no other way, it's the law. What we think comes back to us, it's the demonstration and it's having that certainty and knowing that is the truth of the way it goes. I know we've got stuff in the chat space, I'm not sure how we can okay. see that, um, is that, is there a chat there, Alan, can you I see? Can't see that, but they can, Since there's 18. <coughs> we, we can hear them if they I know Shirley yeah. said thank you, Tamara, for what you've done today, Shirley put something in there to you. Oh, Thank Shirley. You today. <laughs> You're welcome, Shirley. And do that. Yeah, I don't have the chat on here. So two, maybe if there's somebody that has a question, you can unmute. We can't, I can't see you, maybe but. she could say it. Or you yeah, so if anybody have a question for Tamara, please raise your hand and then you can speak with them, with Tamara. Yeah, it's so great to see so many people here in person. We've got new faces and faces who've come back for a while, haven't seen for a while, which is lovely. I know. Anybody has questions or comments from the audience? Just... I have... Oh, yes, Diane. Diane. Yes. Oh, that's a good point, Diane. You have to repeat what she yeah. said. Yeah. I'm just going to stop you for one second and repeat. So what Diane's talking about is that also maybe the longing can be a separation, but it also can be that pull, that draw that gets you to want more in your life. And that is a really good point to bring up as well. Our practitioners are very brilliant. <laughs> Always. And that's it. And that was, uh, you know, it's funny, Diane, I was thinking that too along those lines because I was looking up in the concordance of the science of mind about the communion and communication. And that is that other piece that we want to bring forth because that's why we show up. We want to be part of a community, and it's so longing isn't a bad thing. 
at all. It's just realizing how come I'm, where is that? Is that that pull forward, that divine urge that's bringing me forward? Or is it from that place of fear and separation? So I think looking at that question both ways. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. I will turn it over to Georgia. That was amazing. Thank you. You gave me all kinds of ideas. I, I'm um, in charge of the Canada-wide uh, newsletter for practitioners. And so I have a newsletter due for December. And you gave me some ideas <laughs> around the theme for this month. So it also reminded me, uh, you know, that whole, that whole idea of belonging and, and what that feels like. And I, I had a story and it's dropped out of my mind, but it'll come back. So right now we're thinking about gratitude and giving and if you really enjoyed today and you thought this was this is what really fed my soul i feel grateful for this then this is your time to show your appreciation through donation uh, the spiritual practice of donation and sacred giving begins with the recognition that it's part of our nature to give and to receive our inner life deepens when we make a conscious plan to give we experience greater satisfaction when we are part of the flow of life the way to happiness lies in consciously choosing to be part of that divine flow. This includes being willing to share our lives, our time, our talents, our money. And many of you have done this for our center over the years. You give your time willingly. I'm looking at some people who are very important in this audience who give their time over and over and over. And that is so, that is a real spiritual practice. And your talents, if you have talents, let us know because we love, love you to share them. And so at CSL White Rock, we teach that giving is not a practice. It's what we do out of a sense of, or a sense of obligation. It's something we choose to do out of generous joy and spirit and love. Most importantly, it's a demonstration of faith and it's our source of abundance. So if you put your hand on your heart right now, and if the audience would repeat after me, I am grateful for my life. I am grateful for all that I need that flows through me effortlessly. Through channels expected and unexpected. And I am the instrument of this prosperous life. Yes, and so it is. And also, we are also accepting um, donations for food bank right up till um, Christmas time. So if you're coming each week or you're going to show up at the solstice or our thing on the 18th, please bring your donations for the food bank. We'd, we'd love to share that with others. And so if you want to give, you can donate on our website, mail us. We still take checks. We, we do take cash and e-transfers. And all of the info is on our Zoom chat. I'm sure um, Tu has posted that on the chat. So gifts of all sizes are helpful. And you know that your contribution makes a difference. It helps us keep the doors open, pays for our rent here, pays for our, our wonderful director and, uh, and our musicians. So we really appreciate it. And thank you so much.